So uh, 25 years ago, there were three guys, and uh, they were in leadership in a church, and, uh, but also they were very much involved with uh, encouraging the whole community of churches and the churches in the community to be involved in the community. And uh, it came to their notice that the churches out of Wainui uh, that had been here for years had actually packed up and moved into their bigger churches in town. And they had this sense that, uh, yeah, God was saying to them, I still want to have a witness in Wainui. And so, um, as with stories, the drama comes with anything that you do that you want to sense that God is wanting you to reach out for and make some real impact in, there's always opposition. <laughs> we know where that comes from. And uh, so anyway, um, they said, well, look, we're going to take 12 weeks. Come aside and pray about this. So they actually pulled into uh, a time of worship and praise at, uh, and prayer, particularly uh, using Blind Centre, Blind Institute, uh, Institute there. And this Wainui plant sort of didn't go out of their minds. And so... End of the 12 weeks, we confirmed that this was the thing to do. And so the Anglican diocese, which have Nekoratapu, uh, said, you can use our church. So started off there May 1996, 25 years ago. And so it was that uh, uh, things really grew and there was good youth work and strong fellowship. And so uh, the adjacent buildings in the area were brought into use on Sundays as well. And then finally, the owner of those buildings decided he wanted to convert it to motels. So at that stage, that was when the school became available. And we're thankful to, right through to this day, that uh, Wainu Beach School have allowed us to be here. So it's been a blessing. And, uh, you know, sort of, I'll probably conclude these marks by saying that uh, was it with the support of our wives that we actually engaged in this. Uh, you know, it was sort of, there was Bev, my late wife, Judy and David, and Ray and Beth Sheldrake. And so Ray and Beth have moved on to do other leadership things since here. And uh, so, you know, in all of this, we felt that uh, we can only say that initially there was a step of faith. Believing in God was all, in all of this and still is today. We still believe God is in it. And we say, thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, so part of the challenge for me when I come to communion is, and I actually like it actually, it comes through from uh, 1 Corinthians and chapter 11, just three verses really, 27 to 29, it reads like this. So then, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. 
Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. So excuse me using this, but this is my <coughs> my excuse for being old. <coughs> I think we can all agree that no matter if we're young or we're old, there are things that we have done that haven't been the right things to do or to say. God didn't intend us to be like that. It disappoints him. But he knows we can't in our own strength help uh, ourselves get over it or find forgiveness in our hearts. This is why I like that particular verses that I've just read because it challenges me and hopefully it challenges you to think first of all of what we're really like. You know, we, we all sort of don't quite make the grade, do we, all the time. You might think we're pretty good, but, you know, we always have slip-ups or, you know, thoughts, well, we don't control them sometimes and that leads to wrong actions or wrong things that are said. And so, you know, I need to recognise that from time to time, particularly as I come to communion. So I reflect on, and, you, and we all reflect on our own situation. And then reflect on God's love for us. The gift of his son to bring us the way to be changed from the inside. Jesus paid the penalty to free us from ourselves and our wrongdoing. Jesus died for each of us. But that's not the whole story, is it? What we really celebrate as well, that Jesus overcame being dead. He came alive again to show us that through him we have a place with God's family here and now and a future with him in heaven. So what do we need to do about that? We only need to believe in Jesus and accept his sacrifice, his personal sacrifice on the cross for us. And for this we say, thank you, Lord. Amen. So let's just pray before we share. Father, we just want to thank you for your love that surpasses all our understanding. <laughs> yeah, we know how we slip up at times and yeah, it's not, not that good all the time. But Lord, you just love us so much. And we remember that you gave yourself for us and went to that cruel death on the cross your body was tortured. Your blood was spilt out. And we remember that as we take the bread today, it reminds us of your body which was bruised and broken, made a sacrifice for us that we don't have to suffer eternal punishment for the things we've done wrong. And your blood, Lord, was shed and it pours out that we can be washed white as, whiter than snow, so to speak, Lord. And yet, Lord, it also symbolises the, the seal on the contract, the covenant that you have made between us and 
God our Father, that this is for real, that you have died for us, paid the price, and we are free. And so, Father, we claim that freedom in you now, and we celebrate with joy in our hearts for all that you've blessed us with and the freedom we have being able to be part of a fellowship of Christians throughout the world and here in this place. And, Lord, that we have a future and a hope of sharing heaven with you and with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. So bless this time for us together, Lord. Bless your bread as we take it, your body, Lord. The cup of wine we share and remember your blood that was shed for us. And we thank you again for eternity that we have with you. In Jesus' name, amen.